cookies, but cookies on me pussy. This girl is kind of loosey. Dudes take her off the shelf and they put her on credit. 30 days later, they return it and regret it. Used like a dish rag, dumped with a hashtag. I blame it on the pussy. That shit must be bad. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Maybe it's dry as hell. Maybe it really smells. Broken pussy. Oh my God, she's talking about me. Maybe it's really rough. Maybe it's had enough. Broken pussy. Nobody wants you cause you got a broken pussy. Nobody wants you cause you got a broken pussy. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Hello, hello. He still sounds far away. Why? But he still sounds far away. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know what's going on. Is this connected to anything else? How about now? Same? Hold on, let me try one thing real quick. Hmm? Can you hear me? Do you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I can hear her. Can you hear her? I can hear her. You can hear us clearly. I can't hear you clearly. Okay. We can hear you clearly too. That's awesome. And what a great start <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> Technical difficulties and shit. <laughs> Welcome to the lounge. My name is always is Patrick Harrell. And of course, I have Tasha Lasha, the rapper, with me. But what Tasha Lasha, you have a special guest as well. So I will I allow do. you to introduce the special guest. I got Jazzy Fresh, dressed to Jazzy. impress. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> this is how we're going to start today. All right. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So. And we're already um, on our second glass of wine. Yeah. Ooh, I'm on my second round of tequila. So. Mm. Oh, Patrick likes tequila. Let's go for yeah. some 1800. Do you want to? Let's do a shot of 1800. Okay, real quick. Okay. I don't really understand. Okay. okay. We're going to do this now? Yes. Right now? <laughs> right now. Okay. So while you guys are pouring that shot, just to <laughs> tell everyone Happy New Year or as my people in the hood would say, Happy New Year's. Happy New um, Year's. Happy no. New Year's. Um, so, yes, I hope everyone had a great night. It was safe. Um, I had a bomb-ass party at Club Couch. It was just couch and I and, and, and dog. So, yeah. <laughs> I took a nap was... from, like, 10 o'clock to 11.30. Yeah. It was, like, 9, 9.30. Like 9:30. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had some good weed sleep. It was just awesome. It was it was much needed though, you know. I, I don't want to be by myself, but if I had to do it by myself, that's the way to do it, you know. So I'm cool with that. So are y'all almost with y'all shot? We got it poured. Are you gonna take one with us? I sure will. All I'll right. Pour a little bit more in this glass. Hold on. I'm gonna just chase it with my wine. That's not I, I'm, 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 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> I am pouring a little bit here. I'm taking a shot. All right, toast to Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Team. <laughs> what kind of tequila you got over there? I got that uh, Paramana, that uh, Ooh, the rocks, the rocks uh, tequila. I love it. It's pretty good. Okay. Woo. I'm winning. So, all right. So, woo. kind of hot. Okay. So, I know. It did just get hot. <laughs> okay. So, what I was trying to say is um, so, we were going to just you know, go over a few things, um, just kind of do an end of year recap. And I guess, um, Along those lines, Insecure, which is one of my favorite shows, ended um, this past week, had their last episode. I haven't seen the documentary yet. I'm going to watch that after the podcast. And um, so, yeah, I've been heavily invested, had a couple spaces for it. Um, so, Tasha, you said you've watched it. Um, Jasmine, have you watched it? I actually watched it with Sasha. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So so we're good there. So okay. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with y'all and then just be like, uh, what did you think about the series overall? And then what did you think about the last episode? Ooh, I'll go first. <laughs> go for it, yeah. Series overall. Um Super cliche, but it was mad relatable. Like when I started watching Insecure, I was going through a lot of similar things that was happening with like Issa. And then <clears throat> as stuff started to change with Issa, I started identifying with Molly. I probably more identify with Molly in a whole dating scene situations. Um Remember, I think me and you talked about it. We tried the whole phase situation. <laughs> that did not oh, work yeah. out. When did you try the whole thing? <laughs> it didn't work out. I can't. My vagina is attached to my heart. I'm in- incapable of having a whole phase. <laughs> no, because then I'll be out here falling in love with a one night stand. It's fun. Like hoping he calls me looking for him in the, in the white pages. It's fun. I can't do that. It's fun. I can't. <laughs> it's a moment in time. You know, everybody knows that when you're both in your whole phase, you, because we all have those feelings. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Nobody's detached enough to, like, not feel something on some level at some point. Yeah. But see, the problem is, is I'm not good at compartmentalizing. So when I feel it, it tends to consume me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that. So I just mm-hmm. protect myself from it by not doing it. Got it. Because then I began here. No, it was like a year ago. A year ago. So, yeah, that's recently. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Within the last 18 months. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I had my whole thing about like 22. Well, that's the perfect so that's- time to have a whole thing. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. Yes, yes. So I can do that. I guess. I do that. Uh, 
So yeah, no, I but I think it was a a great series. It was very very relatable. Um, and a lot of times, like you watch these TV shows, and I'll use Sex in the City or Sex in the City, whatever. Um, as an example, people are like, "Oh, I'm a Carrie," or "I'm a Miranda." Um, or I'm a Charlotte and really the shows are all like the same person because we're all multifaceted and so mm. one day I am a Carrie or one day I am a Issa and one day I am a Molly and one day I am a Kelly you know what I mean so it's not like I watch a show and I'm like oh I'm totally Issa or I'm totally you know I only identify with what's going on with that but right. I saw myself in a lot of the situations as a, you know, 30-something Black woman um, climbing the corporate ladder in the dating game, you know, as a single parent, um, family drama, like, I kind of identify with all of their situations, and so it was a highly relatable show, but it also just kind of captured the art um and the beauty of being young and black and on your grind, like having goals and having shit that you want to accomplish and do, but also understanding that love life, your love life is just as important as everything else because each space has its own gap to be filled. And I can't like, my kids can't fill my love life gap. And I'm never going to try and do that. And so mm. I think that that show kind of really captures that um, that nuance in life, that we have these different spaces in our lives and certain things and people can fill those spaces. And when those spaces are empty, we have to push forward and everything else until you know we have time or that person or that energy or whatever it is to fill the space that needs to be filled. Putting square blocks in square openings and not putting mm. circles and squares. That's not me. I can't, I, no argument here, no argument here. I need, okay, so Jasmine, you talk to me, talk to me for a second. So what did you think? And come close, come close, because you, you sound far away, I need you close. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Oh, yes. Um. So yeah, the series was really, really good. I enjoyed watching a new age take on, uh, just like Tasha said, Black women being Black women and how multifaceted we are. Um, I saw myself at many different points in the series, uh, you know, being and relating to Issa, relating to Molly, Kelly, shoot, all of them. I, I'm a new mom. I became a mom right around the same time that Tiffany did. And the depression episode that, uh, or I guess it was a series of episodes during season four or three. I don't remember. Um, either way, uh, highly relatable. Um, and I, I don't know. I think from the music that it showcased, the style that they showcased, the art, um, and just seeing how these successful Black women can also be a little hood, also be a little gangster. They smoke weed too. They do all these different things and I love mm -hmm. just seeing how it was showcased um, on television. Love the series. Love the finale. Um, did you give your takes on the finale? I didn't. I didn't give my takes on the finale but I do want to make a point that I love how 
growing up, you didn't see, I, I'm going to say me, I didn't see Black people being multifaceted. Like, Mm -hmm. I saw my hood Black people in my hood, but I never saw, like, professional Black people. And so to be able to see the professional Black people, be the hood Black people that I know, like, I finally kind of see myself in some things because I be at my desk listening to trap music in my, you know, pencil skirt and suit jacket. Yeah, corporate America. Yeah, in corporate America doing my thing, but I'm still Tasha from Clark County. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what <it> says. <laughs> and so I love that this show really showcased, you know, that duality that you know ability to be both and not just one or the other showing it showing it so uh so while we're still talking about it so the final episode talk to me about that like what did you think about the final episode because I'm, I'm gonna get mine i'm gonna get mine off <laughs> i want y'all to go first I, I, yeah i've been thinking about this for a minute so what did you think about the final episode? Okay. Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Um, I just want to say that I was and am still part of the Lawrence Hive only because gang, gang, gang. Gang, we three for three so far. Three for three. Gang, three for gang. Three on things we we on. I I right with you. Okay, go ahead. I love it. Uh, it's because that's what Issa wanted deep down. Like, I'm not out here caping for anybody to take their nigga back when they done went and had a baby on you, whether or not they were outside of the relationship, in the relationship, whatever. I'm not caping for any of that, but that's what Issa deep down wanted. So I'm I'm here for her getting what it is that she wanted. And it seems like it wrapped out in um, a really, really good place. And I love that. Love Molly and uh, Torian. I, I love that she finally found her match. Um, it was a good a good way to wrap up the series for me. I think it wrapped up fantastically. Mm-hmm. I think that all of the things that we saw and how they were able to kind of show us the changes of life throughout the birthdays and like who was able to be present and who wasn't able to be present. I was not Lawrence High at all. I was Team Nansford, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Team Nansford. I think he definitely has, he has a lot of growing to do. I think he was very insecure in his um, mental health. And that kind of trickled down into all the different aspects of his life, including his dating life. Um, but we all have to start from somewhere and he was diagnosed as an adult. So that's still something that he has to take a grasp over, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that he's incapable of being, you know, in a, in a good relationship. And when he needed to step away the first time it was shit. The second time he did what he should have done. He was yeah. open and he was clear. It wasn't the best. It didn't feel the best. But at least he said something instead of just ghosting. Mm-hmm. So um, I, again, I love Nathan. I have always loved Nathan since the moment we met him. Um, and I think that he just, and I'm talking like, <laughs> these are real people, but he just needs to continue to grow and continue to 
to do his thing and we see his growth from the moment you know that we were introduced to him and he ghosted to now he's done a lot of growing and he deserves some um you know some credit for that I like Lawrence Lawrence his glow up was fantastic you know we all love to see it and I love that him and Issa you know ended together happily and you know the, the blended family that they are it's not the traditional or what most people would imagine for themselves but you know they made actual life work for them and you know that's it is what it is and so I'm happy that they ended up together it actually made me tear up a little bit so that was the ending that I didn't know I wanted to be honest I'm still team Nathan but Lauren died yeah I think the finale what they did a great job of showing us the years. I don't think they could have did a better job with wrapping up the finale. Yeah, by doing birthdays. Yeah. They I showed agree. us a lot in a little bit of time. I, I do want to go on record and say that I like Nathan too. Mm-hmm. I just don't like him and Issa. He wasn't Issa's person. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. that's fair. Which is why I'm more Lauren than anything. That's fair. Alright. Is it my turn to talk my shit? It's All right. your yeah. turn. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've been waiting on this. Okay, so <laughs> I will I will start with um this the series overall was dope. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would. Um the first season it kind of took me a minute to get really invested um into into it. Um I don't know why it just really didn't resonate with me. And then as it kind of went along, I was like, okay. I guess maybe the character development. Um, again, I'm Lawrence High. I just, I just feel like his biggest crime to Issa was being complacent. You know, um, once he felt that fire under under his ass, you know, you saw what he was capable of. You know, and you know, it's just fucked up. He had a fight. He found that realization about himself, but it took Issa five seasons to get to that point. And she dumped him for that. So it's kind of like... Mm. Did she dump him for that? I was about to say... Let me get my shit off. Let me okay, get my go shit ahead, off. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, boom. That's that part. Um, I do feel that... Um, I said this online. I got some pushback, but I don't care. I feel like most of the women had to make some real compromises to get those ha- happy endings that we saw in the last episode. Like, every last one of us, except for Tiffany, and I got a whole different rap for Tiffany. I don't like Tiffany. So... <laughs> what Tiffany do to you? <laughs> you know what? I, we'll, we'll table whatever. I, I, can, I can start with the Tiffany situation and go, go back to my... Tiffany to me, man, like, you look at everyone else's situation. I'm talking about Kelly, Molly, Issa. You look at their situations... They didn't have none of the none of the resources, the the compassion, the love, the the consistency of her situation, and she always found a way to bitch about something. It was always something. Now the postpartum, I give her that cool, like because at first when she ran away from the crib and wouldn't tell good where she was, I was feeling away. But once women explained it to me, I was like, I was wrong. I can own when I was wrong. 
But outside of that, she had the part. She had family support. She had a, a husband do whatever. No insecurities about him. No dumb shit. He, he wasn't out in the streets. Everything. And she found a way to complain about it. Like, if you look over all the episodes, tell me where she wasn't unhappy about something. Home specific. I can't remember I when she wasn't happy. I'm oh, my interpreting God. her. Yeah. Okay, well, that, okay, well, we'll come back to that. Would, can, so, I was say, can you just give me one example where she was bitching about something that she should have not been? Because hmm. maybe that'll help me frame Okay, I, I want to say the initial, the initial move to Denver. Not like once she got there and they had the kid in a private school. Because I know somebody going to be like, well, this is what happened when they arrived there. But I'm talking about while everyone else's life is in utter up, upheaval and there's uncertainty, like she knew where she was going to be. She was going to have more family support. She was going to be stable. She didn't have to really work. Do, do, do. She was good. I think and you're she, misinterpreting her. You are. Oh I definitely okay. think you're misinterpreting her. Okay. So we can we can table that and come okay. back. So to complete how I feel about the whole series, I think it was very enlightening. I think as a man, I was able to see women, especially black women, because I think some most shows, you know, they kind of like if it's a white show like Sex in the City or some shit like that, you know, they kind of to me. They don't really think about the sexual aspect of it as taboo or whatever. Like, oh, they're just living free. But when black women do it, it's like, whatever. Like, in this show, like, they were living their best lives and doing what they want to do and having a good time about it. So I really enjoyed that part. Um, the last episode, the last, last episode was pretty cool. Um, it kind of threw me for a loop until I kind of caught on to, like, the time hopping they were doing. Um, but mm. I think everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out. So, yeah. the floor is yours. I mean, I just, I'm going back to the whole Tiffany situation. I think, <laughs> I, think I am misinterpreting. You are, because while, yes, everybody else has all these big changes going together, and Tiffany has certainty in a lot of what she has going on you can't compare her page 30 to somebody else's page five. And so just because I'm on page 30 doesn't mean that everything is perfect and works out and is the way that it's supposed to be. She from, I'm going to put this out there. I'm understanding that she's lived in California all her life. Those are her lifelong friends that she met in college. They've been through so much together. And now she's picking up her family and moving to Denver she seems like she's a very career-oriented woman and very into her success and her independence. And so now she's moving to another state where she's not going to have a job. Yeah. And a lot of people find their purpose in being able to, to contribute to their family, contribute to the community and society. And so for her to have to leave her home and then not have a job, like it sounds like it should be super rewarding, but that's not always the case when when you are not going to be working. Like I was a stay-at-home mom before um, and I I just felt unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think that's certainly something that you have to consider, even though, you know, her husband's going to have this amazing job and his family's going to be around. What if his family is shit? Like, they may be more supportive. And then she said, like, once the novel of the baby of Simone wore off, his family just kind of even really isn't present. So while it looks like she has always had her shit together and have certainty around her family and her career and her, her relationship, there still comes other issues with having those things together. It's just like when people get rich and they be like, money don't make you happy, like you still have problems. I certainly believe when you get rich, you still have problems. You just have different problems. Now you got rich people problems, problems that poor people don't know nothing about. And so... I think you're misunderstanding Tiffany in the way that her life wasn't perfect. And just because it looks like the ideal situation from, you know, a perspective or another doesn't mean that it's, it's always great. Also, I feel like the Tiffany's of the world, when they are in situations like this, where, you know, you don't have to work, you get to spend all day with your kid, you are moving to another state, everything's paid for, everything's taken care of, they're told to be grateful. And that can kind of tie in heavily to the depression that they feel because they can't even talk about it with that person you know your spouse because you're being told like yo you have shit set for you right now right you should be grateful you should be why grateful. are you unhappy yeah like something now something's wrong with you yeah and that's not fair it's not so just for future reference no more special guests man because i <laughs> oh my god i i have no chance i i feel so defeated um don't feel defeated. Take it no, as no, a learning right, experience. Right is right. And you know what? Y'all make... I still feel annoyed by her, so I, I'm not going to take that away. But y'all are... Y'all are 100% correct. And I was 100% wrong. So I, Patrick Harrell, can own and hold myself accountable for when I'm wrong about something. So, boom. That's on the record now. Well, hot dog. A man... Apologize. Right. Sunday was wrong. Boy, the year's gonna be great. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> 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 There's hope. We got hope. Oh my God. So, God crazy. So, right. So, um, I guess my next question. No, matter of fact, let's let's skip to the good part. Somebody trying to address me about Virgo slander, or I mean truths. Oh, slander and truths are two different things. Yeah, who, who wants smoke? Because I, I want to smoke. It's I train for this. I train for this. Can I, train? <laughs> I hate y'all. I first of all want to know what a Virgo did to you. Was this person uh, a male or and female? And, and I need background. Every Virgo asks the same question. Who hurt you? Which one hurt you? Y'all yeah. all the same. It doesn't matter. Wow. Y'all might come in different models and different years, but y'all the same thing. Y'all still y'all the same Buicks of the, the Zodiac. You are you are really, really spewing a whole lot of words right now. And I don't even know I'm, your I don't know your zodiac sign yet. Good. That's awesome. Oh, so. that's why. 
That's why Tasha just told me. That's exactly why you're coming at me hot right now. Okay, that's fine. I'm not Leo Smoke too. What's good? What's but, good? Yes. I, I just don't understand why are y'all made this way? Like, what? You talking about who hurt me? Y'all. Y- y'all are emotionless, manipulative creatures. No, that's Gemini. It extends. <laughs> that's definitely Gemini. And they're liars. It, Liars. So so my slander is based on years of being a case study for y'all. I'm the case study at this point. It's like a Virgo group out there. Is it your is your mom a Virgo? No. Or do you have a parent that's a Virgo? No. Okay, so who who's the Virgo in your life that started this this I hate Virgo? Like one of my first girlfriends. And then just snowball. Okay, but wait. Like can every least... serious relationship I've had, three out of five of them have been Virgos. But can I break Virgos? But can I just say that, okay, I'm going to stay out of this whole Leo Virgo thing. Yeah, because you don't want no smoke neither. I don't. <laughs> because, well, honestly, Libras are amazing. So can't say much bad about a Libra. Um, oh, but. Men in general get their little hearts broken in middle school, and then women ain't shit for the rest of their life. Oh. So I don't know. Maybe that's not even a Virgo thing. That's just a men thing. You're deflecting. I'm not deflecting. I say I don't say none of it. The topic but. was Virgos. Okay. I don't care what age. When they're oh. born, they are sent here to cause chaos and destruction. That's it. Aww, poor Virgo. Sounds like we're here to give you the real truth of our truth. And <laughs> someone named Patrick Leo is not ready <laughs> to accept the truth. But again, I still want to give you the ball. I want to give you the floor. What, what qualities are you talking about that you hate so much in Virgos? Because mind you, Beyonce is a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson is a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant is a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 hey! Hard people I know, and, and hardworking and dedicated and about their shit and strategic. These are all Virgo qualities, very much. Mm. Very a much. Virgo, and a Virgo. not only that, but a Virgo mm. is also um, what is the word I'm talking about? Tequila shot got me forgetting <laughs> my words. She said, "Let the record reflect." I'm just going. I'm just going to give you. Out. Yeah, I'm giving you popular Virgos. I think Zendaya is a Virgo too. Like, either way, I want to know what qualities we're talking about here. Let's talk about Beyonce. She a Virgo, mm-hmm. right? Let me tell you how she handled her 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 awkward or you know scathing situation. Heard that Jay Z was dealing with the. The Becky with the white hair, whoever. Mm-hmm. They may have had a little tension in the home. She ain't say shit. She mm, goes. She didn't. She ain't say shit. You know why? Because you're a Virgo. She ain't, she can't communicate openly. No, you no, know no, what she no, did? no. I, 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 let me cook. So she go from there. Like, you know what? I don't want to communicate with the person addressing head on because I'm a Virgo. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell a friend. Not only just a friend, my sister. Like, rides or dies for me. So then she tells Solange like this nigga did this that Solange like really? Bad. 
Don't say nothing. I, you know I'm not going to say nothing because I'm a Virgo and I don't know how to communicate with the person I have an issue with. I just deal with it and then bust out later. So then they're on the elevator. Jay-Z mind his business. <laughs> Mary, <laughs> Mary Fismas off to his grill. He's like, what's this for? I heard what you did to my sister. I ain't even heard what I did to your sister because she won't talk to me. But now I'm getting hands put on me. I'm coming out the elevator holding my jar and shit. My sister in the background smirking. Why? Virgo. Then, then make this nigga make a whole apology album. I think he did that on his own. I, 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 let me tell you. You think so? No. After, no, after he got slapped up, he was like, how do I make this right? Make make your apology louder than your actions or whatever the fuck y'all be saying. Oh. Oh. What I'm gonna do. Figure it out, nigga. I'm not gonna tell you what's gonna make me happy. You gotta figure that shit out. Because why? You're a Virgo. And then he's like, damn. You know what I'm gonna do? Make a whole fucking album. Apologize. And it worked. Because you put your fucking thought to it and you goddamn got it done. It worked, didn't it? Ain't they still? Why did, why, did, why did she say from the jump, listen, I don't like what you did. Go make me an album and apologize. You know, it's boom. Why he had to go through all that? Because she's a Virgo. She wanted him to suffer. Move. No, we wanted aggression. you to put some it's, thought into your apology. I don't want to tell you what to do. Like, that's not, that's not how this works. I want you to put some thought into it. And I disagree. I really think Beyonce stood in the doorway of this nigga's room for 30 days with a gun in her hand and was really contemplating shooting. But again, Virgos are calculated and you got to figure out how the hell you're going to successfully kill a nigga like Jay-Z. I think that Beyonce made her point very clear to Jay. I think that she was very vocal about how it was that she felt. And when this nigga won't take in her hints, not even hints, her, her blatant you know, I'm telling you, I don't want you to fucking sleep with this woman or I don't want you to do whatever it is you're doing. I think that she went and told her sister, yes, of course, that's her solace. That's her sister. I can't be mad at that. And Solange being the, what is Solange? No, no. Aquarius, Capricorn, I don't know. Being the person that she is. Because Beyonce not going to get in no public elevator and beat his ass. No, I'm going to run you down at home. No. <laughs> Wow. I don't, know why, I don't know why you're 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 getting you're you're speaking about a Virgo that hasn't fully come into themselves, I think. I, I think she's I a cancer. Times. Cancer? Uh okay. Uh, I believe June twenty fourth. I believe uh, it. Whenever June twenty fourth is. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Um either way, I don't know. I just feel that the qualities that you were mentioning uh regarding Beyonce are to a Virgo that isn't like, that's underdeveloped or, like, hasn't done the work necessary to be able to function as her highest self. I think that you may be categorizing all Virgos into, uh, especially Virgo women, into um, that same category as well as just underdeveloped, uh, you know, a little raw. <laughs> you got a raw Virgo. You need to get you one that's cooked. Because that's not how mm. I'm Virgos at. Okay. Sorry, I'm slapping the shit out of this pizza right now. I but no. I, I just wanted you to know that I peeped the Virgo slander. 
I didn't like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> didn't like it. Speaking the truth. <laughs> I love you, Patrick. I you did you. this to me. You did this to me. I love you. Been cal- no, you've been calculating. I probably even got on your ass about something. This is your get back. No. Like, you know what? Let me go get reinforcements. No. Tell this nigga about himself. I feel attacked. <laughs> no. I feel bamboozled. Let it stray. Uh, no, I appreciate Run you. To be fair, you left it there for the public to see. It's on your page. She screenshot it and sent it to me. I said, this man don't like Virgo. <laughs> I love a Virgo woman. All of my closest girlfriends outside of Tasha. All of them. And it's like, we run deep. It's like five of us are all Virgos. You attract Virgos too. So if the three out of five ex-girlfriends, I think that's what you said. Three out of five are Virgos. You attract Virgos. When is your birthday? July 29th. Alright. Mm. Okay. Ah, I have experience with July Leo's. Only August Leo's. Unfortunate. So, anyway. Moving along here. Um, very unfortunate. So. <laughs> <laughs> going into, well, we're in a new year now. So, happy new year again to everyone. Going into the new year, what did you learn about yourself in the past year? And then what is your goals for the upcoming year? It could be anything, by the way. I'm going to let you go. I'm trying to think. I learned a lot. I did too. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Um. <laughs> Sheesh. I learned, I'll go first, because it just came to mind. I learned that asking for help when you are on your, like, last dying breath before really, like, not being able to make it anymore isn't honorable. And I want to, in the new year, ask for help when I need it sooner than my very last dying breath, if that makes sense. It makes all the sense. Okay. I like that. Um, I think I I learned that I'm not um, I'm not gonna do the whole like I'm gonna treat you how you treat me situation. I feel like I did that a lot of the year, and it just left me feeling like not myself sometimes. And so instead of doing that, when I realize, you know, that the energy isn't the same, I'm just going to exit stage right and mm. keep it moving instead of, you know, matching your energy, but keeping you around because that's only me wasting my energy on somebody who clearly don't deserve it. Part of that is trusting your intuition. Yeah, I haven't been trusting my intuition. Yes. I definitely learned that. Um and it'd be like, every time, bitch, I told you. I yeah. told you. Mm-hmm. Loud, too. And then I just be like, you know what? Okay. And then I do it again. But not this year. I've already gotten started off with a nice goodbye. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a nice, a nice. 
life, you know? It is what it is. Goodbye. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. What about you? Um, Let's hear yours, Patrick Delio. Uh, Patrick Delio. I definitely learned that I need to protect my peace at all costs. Like, mm-hmm. I need to not feel guilty about possibly, you know, hurting someone's feelings or whatever if it doesn't work within my boundaries. Like, there's no. things that doesn't work for me, that is traumatic for me, whatever the case may be, where I put myself in these situations for the sake of the other person. So, yeah, it's like protect my peace. I'm not going to be an asshole about it, but it's just some things I'm not going to, it's not in my ministry. I'm not going to be able to do. I'm not going to be able to take on more than I can bear. Setting those boundaries, protecting my peace. That's what oh. I like this entire year. I got my book. Your? Yeah, the one you told me about. Yeah, oh, okay, bet. I'm going to start it. Good, good. Yeah, that's a pretty good book. The Boundaries book. Oh, the Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Yeah. I've learned how to set boundaries in other aspects of my life, not all. And so that's my one of my goals is like, be able to set clear boundaries in every aspect of my life and mm. not give my all hoping that you know maybe they'll not even I'm giving my all to get somebody else to do something but just like I'm giving this energy let's give this energy together right. setting, setting real boundaries I think will will work for that yeah so what's your goals for next year or this year now um, this year, I have a lot. I'm wearing a thong bathing suit in the Maldives in September. Oh. <laughs> Body goals. Yeah, that's a goal. Mm. Okay. Um, I am. I got a lot of goals. All of them are really, really personal, though. Okay. That's more like great inner work to make me a better person on the inside and like in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so cute. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. settling I'm settling my mind. I'm a chronic overthinker and the goals that I have this year will help me. Yeah. Will help me to settle settle myself. I'll be able to sleep at night. Um and I think I'll be an overall happier person even when the hard times come, I'll still be happy while dealing with those hard times because it's it's like a, it's just a wave. And my happiness is the ocean and the waves come and go, but the ocean mm. is still there. Mm. And so. Bars, bars. That's okay. like talking to the rapper. The rapper. Do they call you the rapper? <laughs> they do, they do. In the streets. Oh, wow. In the podcast streets. Awesome. <laughs> you gonna fist up bars later? I only do that between the hours of. <laughs> what hour? I need to be available. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> special hours between special legs. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm no, proceed. No, no. 
I'm shacking up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, um, I don't know. I'm always trying to get to this bag, get to this place where I can live the life that I want to live, you know? So continuously striving for that. Um, I also want to do more inner work, more talking to my younger self. Uh, the little girl in me, I guess you could say. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna continue to do that work because you know I'm I'm realizing now that my daughter, uh, I have a two year old. I don't know if I told you that, Patrick. Oh, um, okay. okay. She's, uh, she's awesome. Motherhood is something else, man. She's on my face. She's awesome. She's terrible at the same time. <laughs> and what can you expect from a two year old? You know. Right. Yeah, I just want to create a life for her that she. Um, you know, she's proud of and doesn't have to heal from a lot of childhood trauma, you know? So, by doing that inner work with myself, uh, I was me more aware and attentive to her and, you know, creating her inner voice. Because when you are that small, like, the, the inner voice that you develop is, you know, what you're learning now, so... I gotta give it to her now while she's still young. That's dope. So yeah, you, want, you want positivity, you want wealth, or more, uh, more life, more everything. Okay. Okay. Those are definitely along the same lines for me. Um, this year, I just want to run it up. Like, I want to make definitely more money, but I'm very non-materialistic for the most part like I frown upon a lot of stuff but this year I'm kind of like nah I deserve some shit so you know my kids straight and then everything else straight I'm starting doing more for myself so that's like my biggest goal this year um, outside of just continuing to you know, intellectually and emotionally better myself, you know, therapy, you know, reading, investing, investing in myself more, you know, gaining knowledge of things that I have interest in. And yeah, that's, that's, those are my goals. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yes. Thank you. So, thank you. Thank you. So, Tasha, Jasmine, what do y'all want to talk about? before we go. Like, it could be anything. Because, Tasha, you usually... <laughs> you Quick dating recap. Off. Quick dating recap. Well, you said no. Oh, you got a story? Like, let's hear Jasmine's story. Yay! I'm going to tell you and Patrick Bullock my um, Tinder story and the reason oh, why I don't like Tinder anymore. Oh, yeah. She told me that. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Let me get comfortable. I'm going to paint you all a picture really quickly. Come closer, Patrick, come closer. Can you hear me? Talk to me in my ear. Talk to me in my ear. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, okay, okay. Right there. Right there. All right, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Um, I'm in college. I'm peak hoe phase. It, I'm 22, <laughs> 23, and Tinder has been out for like a year now. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. Maybe I'll meet, you know, a man from some of those surrounding colleges. Because I think down here in this area, there's like four colleges that are nearby and there's a naval base right here so lots of military men i was like you know what let's get on let's see what tinder talking about 
Um, so I, I'm, you know, I'm swiping. I meet this guy. Uh, I meet a lot of guys. You know, I'm, I'm giving my number out. I'm, I'm, we're living life. It's Mardi Gras up in here. You know, <laughs> it's a party. You know. Um, so I finally, um, I met this guy, and I'm gonna call him for the sake of the podcast. I'm gonna call him Q. I met Q. Really, really cute. He asked me if I wanted to go out. Now, it's homecoming week. My friends are in town because uh, I was younger. Or I took an extra year um, to finish my credits. So a lot of my friends have already graduated, but they're in town. So I'm like, yeah, let's go out. We can do a double date. He was like, great. My roommate, <clears throat> who I'm going to call, oh, my God, his name was Patrick. So I need to give him a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him Anthony. <clears throat> Anthony. Oh, no, we talk about Patrick now. No, 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 no. His name is Anthony. <laughs> 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 so he was like, okay, my, my roommate Anthony also wants to go, you know, whatever. So my friend is like, send me a picture. So I asked Q for a picture of Anthony. The picture is very important to note that the picture was sent to my phone and I viewed the picture. Mm-hmm. I viewed the picture. I sent it to my friend. She said it was cool, but. She had asked no other questions about who my date was or anything like that. So we pull up a few hours later and she's like, what's the name of your date? And I say Q and she's like, oh shit. And she was like, send me a picture or pull up a picture. I'll pull up a picture. And this girl says, oh, I went on a date with him last year. And she was like, but it was so long ago, and we didn't click. He's definitely more your type than he is mine. Um, You know, maybe he won't notice. So we walk into the restaurant. (laughs) This man obviously notices. Like, he comes up to the table, and, like, mouth hits the floor, and he, homie goes directly to the bar to, like, get a shot. (laughs) Wow. Yes, homie's distraught. So he leaves us at the table with Anthony, his roommate. It's dark, you know, in the restaurant. We're chitting, chatting it up. Like, he's telling us all about how he's from Atlanta and he's in the military, you know, yada, 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 whatever. Uh, eventually, my date comes back. He's cool. We're, you know, we're drinking. We're partying. It is what it is. Um, we're also talking a little bit of shit. So uh, we invited them back to our or my apartment to play around the spades because I am a spades champion, especially with that particular friend we definitely be running it up on the spades table so we invited them back over for whatever reason these two knuckleheads drove separately and anthony happened to be parked near where i was and q was parked in the garage so i texted q my number Um, i'm sorry i texted q my address i said meet me here and i told anthony to follow me to my gated community apartment complex We pull up, I swipe my key fob, I go through the gate. Anthony does not go through the gate. He, like, just parks over by the front office, which is what I didn't want him to do. So I told my friend, I said, go get out, and here's my key fob. Get him in through the gate, and I'll go park and go upstairs. She's like, bet. As she gets out the car, my phone rings, and it's this boy named Ant that I was talking to a couple weeks prior. So I'm like, what does this nigga want? Why is he calling me? I answer the phone. And Aunt is like, yo, was I supposed to follow you through the gate? Or am I supposed to park over here where it says, you know, you know, guest parking, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, huh? And he was like, yes, was I supposed to follow you through the gate 
or what? And then it finally clicks that Anthony is Ant. Mm. Wow. I've been texting both of these niggas. Oh. We have been talking for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting horrible. This ain't even funny been, no more. I've been, <laughs> I've been um, you know, I'm, I'm, on my, I'm on my hot girl, you know? So yeah. I've been doing and sending hot girl type of messages to both, to both of these niggas. Again, just like I told you to note in the beginning of this story, I saw a picture of Anthony. So who, who, was, a, who, the, who was the picture of? It was of him, but like his pictures on his profile are clearly years old because that the man that I thought I was talking to <laughs> was not him. <laughs> So y'all, we're drunk. Like I- I'm freaking out. I hang up the phone. I call my friend, who I can see like walking to go get this man. So mm. she answered the phone. I'm like, "Mayday, bitch! Like <laughs> this is dead. Like you done talked to Q. I'm talking to both of these niggas. It's too much. Like <laughs> shut it all down. And she doesn't understand. She has no idea. Like she's lit. She has no idea what's going on. So. She brings him through the gate, and I'm, like, sitting there waiting, and I tell her to go upstairs to, like, straighten up the bullshit that we left in uh, the apartment so that we can play space. And uh, mind you, Q hasn't pulled up yet, so it's just me and Aunt, or slash Anthony, downstairs talking. And he was like, I wasn't going to kill your vibe. Like, it's clear that, you know, you're feeling my roommate more than you are me. Like, it is what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling any type of way. And I was like, all right, bet. And then I was like, but wait, are you going to tell? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Are you going to blow my spot or what? And he's like, no, I'm definitely going to blow your spot. What? Yes! (laughs) I was like, fuck Tinder. I don't even want to deal with this shit no more. I deleted it. I do not use Tinder anymore. You will not find my profile on Tinder. If you do, call the cops. It's not me. I know That's that this hilarious. can happen with literally any dating app because, you know, the world is small and, you know, I'm sure if you put several friends in one area, at some point you're bound to be talking to the same person, especially with just how swipe culture is in general. But I associate this particular situation with Tinder, so it's fuck Tinder on my end. Hmm. He pulled up, and, or Q pulled up, and he, Anthony definitely told him. And they came inside. We played a round of, of spades. Q tried to hit, and I was like, "Now nah, I know that you're trying to hit because you think that I'm easy because you're yeah, I'm talking to your boy." But no, nah, I both y'all yeah. fuck up at my house. <laughs> so, yeah. so they left, and my friend the next morning when she finally got it, hollered, <laughs> hollered. I think she's told this story on a podcast. Um, once before. This is the second time in podcast air that this story has been told. I don't plan to tell it anymore. It was the worst experience ever. Fuck Tinder. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine going through that. Fuck Tinder. I mean, is it that? I don't know. And also, Anthony, if you're listening, why the fuck you put them old pictures on your face? <laughs> <laughs> you knew them pictures was old, because when homeboy sent that new refreshed picture, I clearly didn't fit, didn't Whatever. I'm weak. We got that nigga neck. Why are you putting them all that pictures up, nigga? Lame ass nigga. I'm so mad. Piss. I'm weak. 
yes, that's my time stamp your shit next time, nigga. Right. Mm. Oh, that's hilarious. That, yeah. No Tinder. I've never gone on Tinder. I've always known Tinder to be the hookup app anyway. So I'm just, I just, I mean, back then they were all. Yeah. They were all. Well, I don't even know. I think Tinder was first. True story, bro. I just. And any other date nap stories y'all want to share? Because this (laughs) just could be gold right here. (laughs) I'm trying to think. Do I have date nap stories? No, I just got whack ass date stories. Air all my business out. Yeah, no. Lord have mercy. I got one I want to share just because shits and giggles. Let's hear it. Uh, We're going to title this one White Girl Black City. White Girl Black City. I love it So does this take place in Atlanta? No, I can't. I can't give that with details. You know what? I'm not telling that story. Never mind. Never mind. No, no, oh, I want to hear it. I was no. excited. I told you my story. I might know who what the story might be at. Have I heard this before? I don't think you've heard it before. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I will share it. So. Can't tell statutes of limitations. Can't give any information on where, how. So, make a very long story less long. I go to visit a relative in a city. He lives in a predominantly black city. So, I'm out there and I'm going to go get some eat. So, at that time, I had the Tinder app. So, I went on there and I'm just, you know, swiping. So I'm at this restaurant and it's this group of girls like to my left or whatever. And they're just talking or whatever. Just a whole bunch of white girls. So I ain't paying in no mind for real. And then I see a couple just keep looking over at me. I'm like, what the fuck? So I was like, I don't know this place. I need to get the fuck out of here. So I started trying to wrap my shit up. And one of the girls came over, it's like, hey, my friends think they just saw you on the app. Just want to introduce myself. Ooh. I'm like, cool. Put this white woman in a... Y'all seen American Pie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looked like a band chick, but just slightly thicker. Like, just a, just a little <laughs> more meat on the bone. But yeah. outside of that, look just damn near just like her hair, everything. So I was like, hey, I'm here, you know, chilling, you know, just visiting my uncle. Oh, shit. Shouldn't say relative. So whatever. <laughs> Cut that out. Whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> visiting my uncle. So uh, she was like, okay, cool. She's like, you know, what you doing tonight? I'm like, nothing. About to go wherever I was going to go. She was like, oh, well, you know, you want to hang out? I'm like, again, Spidey Sense is telling me, like, don't do it, but me being me, I'm like, this might get interesting. Fuck it. So I was like, cool. So she's like, all right, well, um, I'm thinking about to trail her somewhere. She's like, all right, well, I'm just meet me at my car. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? So I'm just <laughs> ignoring all the signs pretty much. So we get in the car. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, are you going to me? She's like, I'll bring you back to your car in the morning. Ooh. So morning. Morning, right. I'm like, okay. 
So we're driving, and out of nowhere, she's just like, yeah, oh, I hate about to say this. So she's pretty much like, yeah, you know, I tend to like a lot of black guys, and da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. She's like, so I'm just going to take you on a tour. I'm like, a tour? She's like, a tour? Yeah. So literally, this what this city has some like a lot of black history. She literally like I was a like she was a fucking tour guide. You took me to all these different spots and was like slowing down and telling me like these facts. And I'm just like dying inside. Like I'm trying to hold everything in. But she's in probably like a 30 or 45 minute tour of the city, like like a cemetery, like a building, like a church, like just stopping. Like, just imagine a movie. They, the tour guide just give you all these facts. That's what was happening to me in real time. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? I didn't ask for this shit. So, so she does Oh, my God. So we end up playing pool, and then I end up, you know, doing grown-up stuff. And, I was going to say, you didn't smash the homies, but you did. I definitely smashed. And then after this. But, <laughs> Reward for all that damn time. Right. But that's like the weirdest like Twitter social app thing I've ever encountered in my life. I have not. I don't have any. Yeah, no bad experiences. No. I mean, I did. I talked about the one long time mm. a while back on here. But all my dating experiences have just not been the best. Same. This new round of dating that I'm in, this quarantine dating, mm-mm. not here for me. Yeah. Well, I did like, okay, so there was a guy that I really liked recently. Um, but yeah, he didn't answer my call last night at midnight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. So I'm assuming that I'm not his favorite. <laughs> so Oh, so that's how y'all be thinking. Okay, so Yeah. Is that not I, what it is? I would No, it's like shit. I can I not fall asleep? Right? Well, I know he up. was awake because he texted me. Oh, well then yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah. I'm not Yeah. Failed miserably. Like, but my feelings was hurt a little bit, but I was just like, fuck it. I'm not his favorite. All right, that's cool. I'm going to let him be. It's what it is. But as soon as he didn't answer his phone, I got somebody else, like, literally in another country calling me oh, as they're shit. counting down. So I was happy. She got I don't. In different I don't. <laughs> How many thoughts that? I don't. So yeah, that's it. I learned that I wasn't his favorite, even though he was mine. Oh, that's tough. I hate that. That is. That hurts. I hate that. My feelings was hurt, but I'm over it. I'm Gucci. But so I'm, I'm, maybe it's not favorite, just maybe not convenient. Maybe you are his favorite. Maybe you're just not no, able. Were you able to do what? Was able to do what? Okay, let's say he wanted to hang out for New Year's. Are y'all in the same vicinity, or were you? I was a, I was available to hang out. You were available. Yes, and it was made clear. 
Um, yeah, you're not his favorite. That sucks. <laughs> Why you saying it like yeah. that? I know, like. <laughs> what? That's fucked up. That's how we Oh, just the way it came out. I'm sorry. I'm just. I just had the same realization at the same time you did. Like, I just conveyed it differently. I'm sorry, Tosh. I love you. God damn it, topic the Leo. No, but yeah, so I realized that I'm not his favorite, but he was mine. I really liked him. Like, he's the dopest fuck, I'm gonna be honest. Um, but I think when you, when it's a black man like him, like he's got a lot going for himself and I think there are many women that see that in him and so it is what it is it is you know we're just going through this shit together trying to figure it all out it sucks but you know Tasha I don't I, I just don't how would I say this I'm looking forward to the day that we don't have to do dating stories like, my husband, <laughs> listen, long time boobie. It's gonna, it's gonna be this year. I'm saying it. it today, January first. Well, they say we're three or more are gathered. And touching the grease. Touching the grease. Hallelujah! 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 <laughs> No, it's it's gonna be this year, um, and and that's what I was, you know, I was like, I'm not matching people's energy. Like, I could easily just be like, all right, you know, I'll call him today and ask him like questions, trying to figure out what the fuck happened, and it's just like, why? Like, he was clear with his actions, and I'm gonna just let that be, and that's it. The thing with men is that they're stupid and they don't Whoa. be clear with their <laughs> actions. Like, we think that y'all, I, I mean, I'm being honest though. Like, we think that y'all sure. put all of this energy and thought into, yeah, and then I'm not gonna lie, sometimes y'all do, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that he put all that thought into. I mean, he put, I, I will say this, he put a lot of energy and time, um, into the time that we've known each other and kind of you know been seeing each other we did things that I would never do with somebody you know that I wasn't serious about and not sexual (laughs) 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 but just like you know the, the time we spent together the things that we did all of that like to me it was like okay like maybe this is gonna be my person um, and then, so now I don't think so. His actions definitely didn't match with. They didn't. It didn't align. Mm-hmm. Where y'all were going? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't align with where I thought we were going based off of his previous behavior. There we go. Tasha, hmm? you know I like making topics out of topics. Let's hear Okay. You just like said something that triggered me, right? Mm. So, some women or most women, I, I can't put a percentage on it, mm-hmm. but I will say y'all have like a level that's, let's say, y'all have the standard edition and then y'all have the premium package, right? <laughs> okay. 
Like, and you just like, well, I just, you know, did some things with him. I wouldn't do this on no normal, da, 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 right? Yeah. So let's say you're attracted to a dude. And let's say the premium package is like he got all access to your body. Like, just let's the sexual level, right? Okay. All mm-hmm. access. Any hole, not that you're into that, but let's just, any hole right. you want. Make it put your ba- put baby batter in you like it's, Ooh, it's no no limits, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the standard is like we're gonna hit whatever positions. I'm not giving no head. You can do it if you want to. Mm-hmm. X Y and Z. Yeah, is that like normal or is a woman just doing too much when they do the, doing that? No, I definitely think there's a premium package and then there's a standard package and mm. he definitely got hit with the premium package um in multiple ways and Whoa. I feel uh-huh. like... <laughs> no <laughs> your premium package description was just as an example but I'm I'm saying in general he got hit with the premium package and not all sexual stuff. Um and I feel like he gave me the premium package like i i don't let people stay at my house while i'm not there i have not let a guy come to my apartment since i've been here mm-hmm. yeah i'm not doing that either yeah but like i spent the night stay the night stay there all day chill while he was gone while he was gone mm. So, I mean, I feel like that's a level of trust. <laughs> um, package, that is a premium package. I agree with that. It doesn't all have to be sexual, by the way. It can be, you know, how much access you allow that person to have with you. you right. Know, what you're willing to, like, divulge. I, I get what you're saying. Well, go ahead. Yeah. So, like, he, he did those things. He put in um, a considerable amount of time getting to know me. Um, so, Yeah. I, and I felt like those actions weren't actions of somebody who just wanted to be like, I'm about to get some pussy and then I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm I'm fucking multiple bitches and this is how I treat them all. I don't know. Do men do that? Which, I don't know. Let's normalize saying that. Ooh, like, please. Go ahead. But just no. tell me when you're sleeping with other people because you don't know what happened. True. That's true. But see, the thing is, men don't. Men are not upfront with women when they say they just want to fuck or that they see more other people because they think as soon as they tell a woman that she's not gonna give them some. You're absolutely and right. In some instances, you in some are, instances, but in some instances, some instances you are not. Yes. In some Thank instances, you. I'd be like, "Yo, I'm here to fuck too, so let's do this." Yeah. And I would much rather hear that. Then put energy into like liking you and having sex with you because I like you and that makes my feelings deeper. And then you really was just here to have sex. And so now we definitely on two completely different pages. And now it's New Year's Eve. I'm calling you to say Happy New Year and I'm not even your favorite. See where I'm saying? See what I'm saying, guys? We're going to have to unpack uh, just. Uh... We're going to come back and hug you on that one because you, you brought that up again. <laughs> well, no, we that's gonna, my, well, we're going to love on you, though. We're going to love on you. Funny. No, my feelings not hurt about it anymore. They really not. Like, I've had, they're not. I'm good. I've moved on. Are we doing another shot? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've, Lord. I've moved on. My feelings aren't hurt. 
Um, but I'm just using this as an example because maybe my barometer is off or something. I, you know, I thought because he was doing X, Y, and Z that it was something more than what it is. And that's what I mean by I don't think that they put that much thought into it. Yeah. But Patrick, please prove me wrong or like not even prove me. I say, and Patrick, I told you about this guy. I told you about like the phone conversations and stuff. Right. So no. are we still talking about the premium and standard package here? Yeah. Do men have that? Yeah. Do men have a premium and standard package? Uh, yes, but it's less. Um, it's less than y'all. Let's just put it like that. Like I think y'all premium and standard standard is kind of like vast and a big gray area. Ours, eh, not as much. Right, I, I mean, we got that. more holes. Touche, touche, touche. I can't. Damn. Okay, but wait. I'm joking. If we keep sex out of it, right? Like my premium package is. I'm going to make myself available to you. Period. I'm going to include you in things that are important to me. Period. Mm. I'm essentially putting time and effort in to build a strong foundation. That's mm. premium package. Mm. And I feel like that's what I was doing. And I felt like that was being reciprocated. But now, like, I look back at it and it was like, maybe that was those are just, like, carrots. Yeah, mm. I told you. Mm-hmm. It was just carrots. carrots. And so. So I can only speak for myself in this regard that one thing I've realized is when you're honest about what you want, you get what you want. You know, I think no, guys. Uh-uh, no, no, no. no I think guys think they have to skew the truth, lie, manipulate, whatever to get ultimately what they want. But they just, they don't have patience, I guess. Like, I didn't speak on my situation. Like, I'm very upfront about what I want right now. I'm single, not looking for a relationship at any time, no time soon. <laughs> at all. So, not ever, but I, I don't even have a time frame. I can't say like in a year or two years. I'm just like indefinitely not looking to be in a relationship. I have not been single this is long as I've been single in my adult life. Yeah. And it's but four you, months. And you can honest you can say that to somebody that you meet, right? And so that that person knows where you are. If Correct. somebody says that to me, like I've been, you know, not I've been in relationships for X amount of time. I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm really just First of all, and if you're not looking for a fucking relationship, get off dating apps where people are looking for a relationship. Just go. Go get on Tinder or something. Or or put it in your profile. Okay, if you're on a dating app, you can put on there, like, hey, not looking for anything serious. Just Yes. But be up front. I think that's fair. Yeah, and so... So if I come to you and I ask you that question, like that's the first thing is like, dudes, you ask them their quest- that question to kind of see what their intentions are. And the first thing they want to do is they think you're like, you hear, I'm saying, hey, what's your intentions? Are you, you know, in, on the market for a relationship? You know, are you open to it? It's a yes or no question, right? 
men hear that question and the first thing they hear is oh she about to try and marry me and control me and tie me down and i'm never going to be able to see my friends again and then i'm going to have 10 kids i'm never going to be able to leave the house like that's how men men react though you ask a simple question of are you you know are interested in being in a relationship not necessarily are you interested in being in a relationship with me like i'm not trying to be your wife tomorrow but i'm just trying to see are we on the same page are you just here to have fun fuck a bunch of bitches go on a couple dates watch a couple you know do a couple netflixes and chills but not interested in moving anywhere beyond that let me know if it's the opposite let me know and but what i'm saying is yes you are right but and i appreciate you being able to articulate that but what i'm saying is when a man hears that question in my experience they think that it's like oh she's trying to get into a relationship with me tomorrow she's trying to tie me down she's trying to control me and it's just like no i don't i don't want to do any of those things i just want to know are we on the same page with what we want so that I know how to proceed and act accordingly. Right. But so for what, some reason, men hear those type, that type of question and it's just like, they start to quiver. It's arrogant. <laughs> like, it you, not, you might not even be husband material. Period. You might not even be boyfriend material. Like, I don't even mm. know you that well. I'm just trying to see where you're head at and you think I'm trying to wipe you up and that's not the case. So... If I was a guy, what I think y'all need to do is like really tell guys to listen to this podcast. Tell them to skip to the seventy <laughs> minute mark of the podcast, and that's free game. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with y'all. Like, I don't think I've ever been that guy that you described, but I'm close to it from time to time. But you know, at some point, you just realize like it's a market for everything. So there's people that married some people that single some single people just prefer married people like it's it's mm-hmm. it's a literally a market for everything so it goes back to ego and being greedy i think that's where guys go wrong is yeah even with cheating like everything goes back to being greedy and it's kind of like sometimes you gotta wait your turn sometimes you gotta just chill sometimes you gotta just not approach this one whatever the case may be but we just get greedy so, yeah. Well, you tell your brethren, school them. I tell them all the time. They think I'll be caping or trying to be a pygmy or some shit. I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, just, just be real. Like, my life <laughs> is so much easier that I'm just like, this is where you- I'm at. This is what I want. And and that is no budget at this point. It's not, Listen. oh, we don't love each other or kick it with, the, with each other enough that I'm going to change my mind. Right. When you're upfront and honest, it's, just, it's the best because. You know, he might be one that just get you know get some big too, and it is what it is. And if she don't, you shouldn't manipulate her to try and because that's because kind of sexual assault. That's a different we don't. That's a different conversation for another day. What is it called? Not gluten free. Yeah, it's guilt free. Guilt free dick. Yes. Yeah. Guilt free dick. No issue. So yeah. That's uh, the update on my dating life. Tasha is still very single. Okay. But happier. 
Oh, we didn't ask uh, Jasmine. Are you are you uh, in in a uh, relationship? Um, no, not in a relationship. Um, <laughs> how do I? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I have contenders. I have favorites. Mm. A favorite. Uh, yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, I have a favorite too. Yeah. Yeah, a favorite and a backup. Everybody yeah. got a favorite and a backup. I got a favorite. Uh, hold Top on, you two. said everyone? Everyone has a favorite in the backup? Top two, mm-hmm. number two. Everyone in this room, which is just me and Tasha. So. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm saying, I hope you wouldn't speak for me. Cause... No, I'm not speaking for you. I'm not speaking okay. for you. But, okay, um, okay. yeah, no, single, um, you know, really trying to be intentional mm-hmm. with mm. my dating right now. Because I've been single for over a year now. Not quite two years, but over a year. And yeah, I feel like if, uh, and it's real easy with like quarantine pandemic life. I'm going to still call it quarantine because we still in a nothing's changed. House. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure we're all on the same page there. Um, but yeah. the way that things are, like, it's easy for me to be like, yo, fuck this. Like, I don't want to date. I don't want to do any of that. But I don't want to get so far out of touch. <laughs> To where, like, when I do want to start dating a debt or do want to start, like, actively looking for a relationship, but I don't know how to do this because I feel like dating and, you know, um, dating is just, like, practiced work. Like, yeah. you need to flex that muscle in order to continue to know how to do that and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So Whoa. that's where I'm at right now. I'm really, really liking the person that I like now. Will it lead to something? I don't know. Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) 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 But I like where we're at right now. That's dope. That's dope. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, if y'all don't have anything else, I am ready to conclude. I'm glad that we got it situated here and was able to have a, a full podcast to start the new year. And yes. uh, I'm glad I met Jasmine. Jasmine, now you're a friend of friend to me, so that's pretty dope. I met you too. Yeah, slander Virgos. It's not. <sighs> it wasn't that bad. It's not Maybe. you. It's me. You know. <laughs> Same with you and Leo. Mm. It's it's mm. not you. It's it's just me. It's on this side of the of the world. It's, it's just on my side. So, but yeah, everyone have a great New Year day. Happy you know, New Year! Happy New Year! Um, I need more tequila. <laughs> no, don't put the S on the end. <laughs> yeah, tequila. It's Happy New Year. It's no, New Year's. no, y'all. Yeah, I'm signing out on that note. <laughs> Peace. Take care. <laughs>